Today's podcast features an article from Discern Magazine. In 1999, a comedy film was released that centered on a character who absolutely despised his office job. Throughout the film, he progressively embraces not caring and openly flaunts doing the bare minimum at work. At one point, when he's asked about his job performance, the character says, quote, My only real motivation is not to be hassled, that and the fear of losing my job. But you know, that will only make someone work just hard enough not to get fired. End of quote. The movie, by the way, was Office Space. What this film poked fun at 24 years ago, a dissatisfied employee putting in minimal effort, now has a popular name, Quiet Quitting. What exactly is quiet quitting? Quiet quitting has come to describe employees who express their job dissatisfaction by putting the minimal effort into their work, sometimes just enough to avoid being fired. It's sometimes also described as coasting on the job. In other words, quiet quitters mentally disengage from their job. Instead of putting in their maximum effort, they only do the tasks they are explicitly paid to do in their job description. Nothing more nothing less. Some behaviors commonly cited as indications of quiet quitting include only putting in the required 40 hours and not a second more, refusing to respond to emails outside of work hours, being openly cynical toward their employer, refusing to go the extra mile beyond their normal duties, or refusing to work with and interact with coworkers. Some have creatively described this approach as acting your wage In other words, only doing the amount of work you feel your pay is worth and nothing more. The hashtag, quiet quitting, has become popular on the internet, especially social media where workers explain how and why they quit without actually quitting. So why are employees quiet quitting? According to a Gallup poll conducted in 2022, they found that at least 50% of American workers practice quiet quitting in some form, while 18% are actively disengaged. But to understand this problem, we have to consider some of the factors behind it. Studies cite four main factors. Number one, insufficient pay and inflation. Many employees feel frustrated that their salaries have not risen at a pace equal to inflation. Inflation has led them to feel they're doing the same amount of work or more for less money. Number two, feeling disrespected. Many say they feel disrespected by their employers who continually ask more and more of them but refuse to compensate them for extra duties or respect their personal time. Number three, discouragement. Many workers, especially young adults, feel that they've been cheated out of many of the things middle-class workers in previous generations have enjoyed, benefits such as owning property, being able to afford a comfortable lifestyle, and retiring at a reasonable age. And number four, burnout. Many just feel their job requirements have encroached too far into their personal lives, and because they feel their work-life balance is being compromised, they are pushing back by quiet quitting. Now, these issues shouldn't be casually dismissed. Employers should use this trend as a wake-up call and reconsider how much they are demanding of their employees and how well they are compensating them. However, employees should also understand that it's not as simple as employers just waving a magic wand and demanding less and paying more. Businesses are also facing daunting economic realities that, in many cases, make solutions difficult or impossible. 
Perhaps the first step is for both sides to come together in an attitude of mutual respect to come to a better understanding of the challenges each side is dealing with. But sadly, this approach is rarely practiced in our world today. So what is the biblical perspective on work-life balance? Let's consider that for a minute or so. According to its proponents, quiet quitting is merely a way to defend their work-life balance by denying demands for anything more than their proverbial nine to five. Now, the Bible does teach that balance is important in all areas of life, especially in our professional and personal lives. In fact, God embedded this principle into the Ten Commandments through the Fourth Commandment, which requires us to rest on the seventh day of each week. Exodus 20 verses 9 through 10 reads, Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work. The Sabbath's primary purpose is to provide us a day to draw closer to God, to be spiritually rejuvenated. But its secondary purpose is to provide a physical day of rest from our daily labor. Many studies have confirmed that a weekly day of rest is a key to good health. Christians should be uncompromising in their refusal to work on the Sabbath. When the sun sets on Friday evening, normal work should cease for 24 hours. No work email, no stress. Furthermore, the other six days of the week should also include leisure time and rest time as well. The Bible shows the value of adequate sleep every night. There are many scriptures that show that. And it also teaches that work should be balanced with time for education, hobbies, and recreation. Jesus understood this principle, and we read throughout the Gospels that he regularly got away from the hustle and bustle of his ministry to be refreshed and to spend time alone. Being a workaholic and having a lifestyle of constant work anxiety is neither healthy nor biblical. The Bible actually, in Philippians 4 verse 6, encourages us to be anxious for nothing and presents over busyness in a very negative light. So now let's ask the question, what does the Bible say about our approach to work? How should we approach our employment? The real problem with quiet quitting is the attitude behind it. Descriptions of the phenomenon usually include words and phrases like disengaged, no longer going the extra mile, decreased initiative, sometimes even isolation. Now even though the Bible doesn't advocate being a workaholic, it does teach that having a strong work ethic is very important, both physically and spiritually. In fact, the book of Proverbs uses a word quite often to describe the correct approach to work, and that word is diligent. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines diligent as being characterized by steady, earnest, and energetic effort. And those three words really encapsulate the biblical approach to work. Number one, steady. We should be consistent in giving our best effort and putting our focus into our work. Number two, earnest. We should take our work seriously and value it highly. And number three, energetic. We should put our full energy and effort into our work when we're on the job. In other words, apply the wisdom of Ecclesiastes 9 verse 10. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with your might. Don't just coast and do the bare minimum. Put your all into your work during work time. Yes, we do understand that many are demoralized by the realities of our time, such as inflation and increasing workloads. We know that many are discouraged because they feel trapped in jobs that provide just enough security to pay the bills, but not enough to really get ahead in life. 
And we absolutely know that there are employers who expect more for less. But here's the key point. If we take the Bible seriously, then we have to be serious about applying its guidance despite our circumstances. The Bible instructs us to work with diligence by putting our best effort, energy, and focus into our work. This will undoubtedly result in physical blessings and new opportunities opening up to us. But it isn't just a physical principle. It's primarily a spiritual issue. Ultimately, the Bible instructs us to approach our work as if God were actually our employer. You can read about that principle in Ephesians 6 verses 5 through 7 and Colossians 3 verses 22 through 23. Christians should always strive to show respect and honor when interacting with their supervisor. This approach can completely change our perspective on the physical circumstances we find ourselves in and help us maintain a proper attitude at work. And we can't ignore the issue of example as well. By always working hard and maintaining an attitude of respect, our example will shine as a light and help us stand out in a positive way. So now before we end this episode, let's look at four alternatives to quiet quitting. If you're struggling with your job, here are four better ways to handle that discouraging work situation without quiet quitting. Number one, be open and honest. If you feel your job isn't allowing a healthy work-life balance, have an open and respectful conversation with your supervisor about the issue. You can respectfully, emphasis on respectfully, communicate your boundaries while also being reasonable in case of emergencies. This is better than bottling up frustration and then passively aggressively revealing it through your job performance, because that essentially is what quiet quitting is. Number two, don't reject the extra mile. The entire concept of going the extra mile is actually a principle that comes from Jesus Christ. You can find it in Matthew chapter 5, verses 40 through 42. He taught that if someone in authority compels you to do something, do even more. Go above and beyond. It's just another way of applying Ecclesiastes 9 verse 10. Don't reject the principle, but also do be careful about letting others abuse it. Find the balance. Number three, try to find meaning in your work. It's understandable that you might struggle if you don't find meaning in your work. With some jobs, it may take looking a little bit deeper to see how your job benefits not only your employer, but also your community and society. And number four, if the situation seems completely hopeless, move on. If your good faith efforts to set boundaries and to find meaning in your work seem ineffective, then the best principle may be to search for new employment. There's no biblical principle that compels us to stay in a job that is causing us to become bitter or burned out. Employees today are facing genuine challenges, but my friends, quiet quitting is not the solution. Thanks for listening. For more information from today's featured article, visit lifehopeandtruth.com.